minus 10 seconds. It's time to go racing in the Dirt Talk Nation on KFNY True Texas Radio. Yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. So glad to be back with you guys this week. I am Will Riggs, the voice of the Devil's Bowl Speedway in Mesquite, Texas, RPM Speedway in Crandall, Texas, and of course, the Dirt Talk Nation right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. Super excited to be back with you guys, but trust me when I tell you, I totally needed last week off and a big vacation up to Red River, New Mexico was a fantastic time. And it was awesome because the weather was beautiful, unlike what happened here last week. And unfortunately, another week of rainouts. Ah, how disappointing is that, right? Just a big pain in the butt. No racing. That's three weeks in a row. But as Mother Nature would be this week, it's going to be beautiful racing. It's going to be a little bit hot. High of 99 tomorrow and 98 on Saturday. So it's going to be steamy. But hey, we're going to be racing. So that's a good thing, right? Of course it is. Coming up in this show, we're going to have the owner of Smiley's Racing Products and driver of the number 84 factory stock and limited modified. Tom Lorenz is going to join me in studio here in the 6 o'clock hour. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. The driver of the number four limited modified, sponsored by Les Butler Racing from South Dallas Battery and Electric. It's going to be Wally Beatty. He's going to be joining me in the 7 o'clock hour. We're going to talk racing all night long. Of course, you can text into us 469-355-0362. That is the text line here in the Dirt Talk Nation at KFNY True Texas Radio. We do appreciate everybody for listening. This show has grown by leaps and bound since we started seven weeks ago this is episode six obviously because i was out last week but we got big shows lined up for you from now all the way to the end of race season and i'm talking all the way past the enduro race all the way to the winter nationals we'll have a chance we'll have the dirt talk nation each and every week so make sure you joined us for that of course i want to remind you guys racing is on like donkey kong this week over at rpm speedway the rpm Speedway brings in the now 600 Micro Series, okay? They're the largest 600cc micro sprint sanctioning body in the entire world. They travel all over the country, and they'll be at RPM Speedway in Crandall tomorrow night. So we'll be there for that. It'll be good stuff. They'll be in town along with our regular championship points racing, along with the IMCA Race Saver Sprint Cars, Mr. K's Appliance, USRE Modifieds, the USA Limited Modifieds, and uh, my favorite class to watch, the Factory Stocks. If you want to know more about the Now 600 Series, check them out online at now600series.com. The gates will open tomorrow night, 5.30. Green flag drops at 7.30. Get more information online, rpmdirt.com. And I do want to make sure that everybody knows, Saturday night, hey, Mother Nature may have rained out racing a couple of weeks in a row after the 4th of July, but she can't rain out our patriotism. 4th of July fireworks will still go down Saturday night 
at the Devil's Bowl immediately following the final feature race of the night. So come on out. Have a great night with your family at the racetrack. Enjoy some awesome food, some great racing, and a huge fireworks show after. And for you drivers out there, oh, yeah, it's on. It's on, guys, because thanks to our friends at Parks Auto Sales, it's double payouts for all the feature winners, all classes. Let me say that again. Double payouts for all the feature winners in every class all night, Saturday night. Thanks to our friends at Parks Auto Sales. And, y'all, if you're out there, if you're looking for a good used vehicle, price right, exceptional customer service, then you need to get with our friends at Parks Auto Sales. You can give them a call, 972-557-3299, or find them online at parksautosales.com. Of course, you're also going to see our normal championship racing this week, including the South Dallas Battery and Electric IMCA Sprint Cars. You'll see the SL Neighbors Roofing Limited Modified Class, the USRA Modifieds, and those factory stocks. So make sure you come on out for that. It's going to be fun racing Saturday night, followed by amazing fireworks show. If you were at RPM a couple of weeks ago on July, uh, on June 30th, then you saw some great fireworks out at RPM. Even bigger show was planned, obviously, for July 1st, but Mother Nature rained us out a couple of nights in a row. So... Here we are doing it. It'll be July 15th, but better late than never, right? It's going to be good stuff. I also want to mention that we're going to be having the Hella Shrine Classic, the Touring Outlaw Modified Series. It's a two-night event, Friday night, uh, July 28th at RPM, and then the 29th of July on Saturday night at Devil's Bowl Speedway. It's going to be a great night, a great two nights of action, great organization the hella shriners putting this on to uh you know do some amazing things for the kids the shriners are amazing they do all kinds of neat stuff for the kids those are the guys with the cool you know fez hat you know what i'm talking about a little red hat with the tassel and stuff on the side that's the shriners you know those guys they do all kinds of great stuff for kids so we'll be doing that that's going to be the 28th and 29th of july at rpm and the devil's bowl speedway and then uh the following week at devil's bowl the texas outlaw stock car series will be back in town uh so it's going to be good stuff and of course the now 600 and lone star 600 micro series back august friday the 18th um of august and of course on sunday uh, September 3rd, that's the Sunday of, uh, sorry, Labor Day, not Memorial Day. It's the David Pope Memorial. That'll be Sunday at RPM Speedway. Of course, championship night, September 2nd. It's the championship finals at Devil's Bowl Speedway. It's going to be good stuff. And then in October, it's going to be really cool because I've never seen this before, but I'm excited to see it. And I wonder how long it's going to take. But it's Friday and Saturday, the 6th and 7th at Devil's Bowl Speedway. Big Race Productions enduro it's the lone star 600 600 laps on dirt 300 on friday night 300 on saturday night the winner twenty five thousand dollars you hear me twenty five thousand dollars to the winner i've never seen this race before i'm anxious to see what 300 laps at devil's bowl speedway looks like two nights in a row i'm really anxious to see that and look at this in walks the owner promoter of the Devil's Bowl Speedway. It's one Lanny Edwards. Let me turn his mic on. What's up, buddy? What's up? Hey, man. We are just talking about the Enduro. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how that 300 laps goes. Because it, I've been asked. Because I have a buddy of mine who's interested in racing. That's why I was asking you about the right. you know the rules and stuff. He's interested in racing. There's his only dad, 14 rules. I don't know what there are, but they say there's only 14. Well, his dad built 
one of those cars. Like what? I forget what you told me they call them. You do them up at Lawton, the like the mini stocks. Yes, the mini stocks, the four, four cylinder mini stocks. Right. Yeah. And I said, look, these guys are good. That's what they're looking forward to putting together because they get good gas miles and they can just run out there. Because it's is it the average finish? The guy with the highest average finish both nights. I, I believe it is. I that's because that's is. what I was. I think it's what I read. The highest average finish for both night wins. That's twenty five thousand dollars. I think the uh, yeah ten ten and then the average gets five. Man, that's awesome. So if you get all three, wow, you got to win. It's going to be good stuff. And then walks. The, Don't be shy, Tom. Come yeah, on Tom in. Lorenz in house man. He's uh, he's probably a little nervous. He's like, man, what are we going to talk about? We're talking about racing, man. Cool. This is pretty good stuff here. We're going to talk about some stuff. But I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get Tom all squared away. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. It's the Dirt Talk Nation. It's KFNY True Texas Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Forney Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. At Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of racketeers today. We make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. Do you know what's in your family's water? Book a free in-home water analysis with Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today and find out. Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems aims to protect your family from the contaminants found in our public water supplies and reduce your home maintenance costs and provide clean, contaminant-free water to your home. Call 469-331-0013 today to schedule your appointment. Book your free water analysis today and receive dinner and a movie just for having us out. Call Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today for clean water and the peace of mind you deserve because your family is worth it. That's 469-331-0013. Or find them online at bluebonnetaquasystems.com. Oh, yeah, we are back here in the Dirt Talk Nation as we are every Thursday night. And we're going to welcome in our first, well, I guess second. I guess you got to play second guest tonight, Tom, because LR was here first. But uh, Tom Lorenz, owner of Smiley's Racing Products, as well as 
the driver of the number 84 factory stock and limited modified, right? Yes, sir. That's right. Uh, you know, it's it's it, it, what's cool is that you know I don't know if you heard the show a couple weeks ago when uh, Stephen was on, but uh, Stephen neighbors credits you big time for getting him into this. Oh, is that right? Either, him into either the trailer too. Either he credits you. Or he blames you. I can't really, I can't tell you which one it is. Probably now it's blame me. Uh, but, uh, but uh, you know, you obviously the you, you took Smiley's. And Smiley's is, is not just a local race shop anymore. It's it's nationwide, worldwide now. Well, it's not quite there. It's just, we have a store in Oklahoma City, and we have a store in Houston, and over there in uh, Kennedale, and then uh, Sherman, and Mesquite. Oh well, let's just not go too far. We just got them everywhere. <laughs> no, but lots of you do take online orders and phone orders, and and I'm sure that people from all over uh, call in for Smiley's raising products. That's yeah. good stuff. But yeah. uh, so normally I let everybody say, "Hey, let's talk about our sponsors." But like LR kind of pointed out, you're kind of <laughs> your own sponsor, huh? Yeah, you know, I you know I've, I've been racing. Gosh, I was driving out here and I was thinking about it. And I was, I started racing when I was 17, and I'm 57 now, so I've been racing for 40 years, and uh, so I don't want to race all the time. So, you know, when you have sponsors, you need, you, you're kind of obligated to race and be there every week, and and now at my age, you know, if there's a good golf game or something out there, I may let it get in the way of that race, but to where I used to wouldn't, so it wouldn't be fair to the sponsors if you, uh, if you had them on your car, and, and then you didn't show up when they showed up to watch you, and you weren't there, you know, it it wouldn't be fair to them. So, pretty much, who's your tire? Southwest and Smiley's Racing Products. They fund that whole deal, and it's we race when we can, whenever we want to. And if something else is going on, we don't have to be there. You know, this obviously is my first year working at the at the Bowl and at, at RPM. And uh, man, I love it. That's it's to me. I love. I just love racing. Uh, I used to watch my wife race kart, and that's kind of how I got into the whole racing scene. Uh, and then by sheer happenstance, like right place, right time, I got hooked up with LR, and you know here we are at this. That point. may be, that may not be a good thing. Just well, you know, I look, I love it, and I think it's fun, and and one of the things that I it did is I love to watch. Everybody's like, "What? What's taking so long between races?" And there's there's some multiple guys just like you who race multiple classes, and sometimes those classes get on the track back to back. Yes. Yeah, they do. But you know, Lanny Ross, he's been around the sport for so daggum long and, and he can he can juggle those lineups to try to separate us as much as he can, like, you know, put a class in between us. It gives us time to switch over to another car and but sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes you're jumping out of one, running to another and hope you got enough tear offs on it when you get there to make that next race. All right, so you race factory stock and limited modified. What's your favorite? He's question? raced about everything. Well, right, but yeah. that's what he races now. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your favorite class to race? You know, I, I love racing both of them. The uh, the uh, the limited modifieds is so doggone competitive. You know, they have that deal where they draw you know top eight, and if you end up get if you do qualify for that top eight and you draw eight, and you get a Rick Murray or Steve Neighbors or one of those guys, gosh, just names so Kevin Rowland, man, know, he's been any on a- of them and they get on front it's it's going to be tough to get to them to pass them and if you did get to them it'd be very very difficult to pass them because they just don't ever seem to mess up they just run good hard racing so the sport the limited modified deal it's fun to race but it's very very competitive the other deal the factory stock uh lanny ross allows you to uh 
have a passenger in that car and so i i set that thing up i bought it at the end of last year so that we could allow the uh uh employees to go for a ride so they can get a feel for what it's like in a real race car and real race time and so so i really get a better kick out of driving that thing when i do and uh and it's fun to do and and i like seeing the person beside me having a good time doing it as well so it lets them experience it from a whole different level you know? yeah my wife uh like i said she used to race carts and uh she's always you know i'm gonna race sprint cars one day and that never happened but like she's like I'd, i'll go for a ride She'll, oh yeah yeah so yeah if you ever need a passenger man just let me know ahead of time i'm sure she will be happy to put on her her helmet and her uh her fire suit and everything climb right in there like she's ready to go racing man well first thing first we're going to talk lanny and opening the track you know i think about the last five five out of six weeks we've rained it out man mother nature has not been kind uh this summer mom, mom told me one time it was the middle of uh august before they got shoot fireworks so this that's is, insane this has happened before yeah. well it's uh and for those of you listen look hey if you missed out on some fourth of july fireworks you didn't get to see any shows or you're busy or whatever for saturday night following the races fourth of july fireworks will happen it may be july 15th but we will have fireworks from fourth of july uh the next know, time we get to race the next the next time we get to race i, I looked at the there's nothing in the forecast uh i quit looking uh, at the forecast i know the forecast is man it's always like oh look it's gonna rain i'm like god dang it i mean last week look i was in red river new mexico where it was like 75 degrees all week so i really wasn't bothered with it but i was like you know following along on facebook and everybody's like yeah we're gonna race and then it came a pour down on saturday afternoon they were like no yeah three quarters of an inch so boy i tell you i was out there at the airport i was just messing around with a little plane that i got for a hobby and uh i I was all ready to race. A uh, buddy of mine and I were going to fly up to Tulsa and do some golfing with him and Han up there. They got owners of ASCS. And uh, so we're sitting there. You know, I'm in the hangar just kind of just doing the little pre-flight stuff, checking the oils and the fuels and all that stuff. And I'm going to go around the corner there and go to the racetrack. And, man, I see some black clouds coming, and they're coming, and they're coming. And I said, Lord, please don't let this hit us. And I'm telling you, you look like a typhoon out there when it did hit and it i think it lasted maybe 10 or 15 minutes but i'm telling you you couldn't see nothing around that airport when when that hit and i thought holy cow well already wet what really really sucks is i know that martin and lanny ross and beverly had poured their heart and soul into getting that racetrack ready and getting it to where we were able to race that night with all the previous rain that we had and i'm telling you probably about the time it's to unlock the gates it boy they unlocked the gates on the weather because it came down like you wouldn't believe well you guys remember if you're out there listening you want to text in a question for lanny you want to text in a question for tom or later on for wally 469-355-0362 is the text line right here brought to you by our good friends at young ideas find them online young ideas tv if you're looking to make a switch don't like your cable provider and you want to switch to dish call my friends at young ideas and find them online at youngideastv.com. And one of the other things that we've been talking about, we were supposed to do it last week, uh, LR, and, but we're going to do it this week. We've got double payouts for all the feature winners Saturday night, thanks to our good friends at Parks Auto Sales, which yes, is super Bill awesome. Bill Parks is super cool, very big supporter of the track. Yes, he is. Uh, and if you guys are looking for a good used vehicle, price right, exceptional customer service, is some of the nicest people I've ever met. Give our friends at Parks Auto Sales a call. It's 972-557-3299. You can find them online at parksautosales.com. Um, 
Now, Tom, who is your, and you can pick either class that you race, who is your Achilles heel? Like, who is it that you always seems to be in front of you at the end of the race if you don't win? A lot of them. <laughs> 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 and that's a dumb question. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, you just got to say that uh, that Bolden, you know, he's he's running awfully strong right now. And Kevin Rowland, both those guys, they've got their act together, and they're really going strong. Uh, Steve Neighbors is Man, you know, he's been running around, jumping around RPM as well and, and coming to Devil's Bowl. So he has gotten a lot of experience this year here that typically he wouldn't have. And so you get him in front of you, and, and he's just too tough to pass sometimes. And so, you know, like I said, you know, that top eight, I don't know. I can't think of them all right now because it's been so long since we've raced. But when you get out there and you see them <laughs> in front of you, you think, oh, my gosh, how am I going to get by them? And typically a lot of times you don't get by them. But – you know, there's not there's not one. It's just where you start, you know, and if you if you're at the back of that eight or beyond that eight and you're looking towards the front of that field, those guys are just tough. In uh, in your forty years of racing, who's been your who's been the toughest? Like you're like when you were instead of like right now, you're like, I race because it's fun and I love to do it. But there was probably a point where you're like, I want to race because I want to be the best and you like gritted your teeth and you were you know, put no, the hammer he can down. Go back. He can go back. Elder. Yeah, we go back so far, but you know, if there's one guy that I'd probably like the most to race against, you know, there there, there was a couple of them, but you know, what, back in the day when we had those wing modifieds out there, and I was racing against Keith Green and uh, Bo Rowden and uh, you know Ron Golden, those kind of guys. Bo Rowden was probably the most funnest. He was the one that would give you the most time of day and help you and help you set your car up when you were trying to learn some of the things you were learning. So, I would have to say Bo Rowden would probably be one of the one of the best racers that was hard to beat and we, we had steven in like i told you he 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 referenced you quite a bit like he what you're talking about bo did with you you did with him and he i want to tell you if you haven't heard that episode you can go to dirttalknation.com go to podcast and you'll see the one that's listed with steven and he well i was listening to that one but i when i finally got it on robert better had just come on so i think steve had just went off and i'd missed him you know i'm kind of glad robert uh robert was on back then as opposed to now but he's uh well, he's <laughs> he started some facebook fireworks i tell you yeah. what he had some fireworks of his own and uh uh some of that stuff cracks me up man it does it does kind of make me uh you know, he just he's the guy that voices his opinion, I guess. And whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. I know that Lanny Ross over here, when old Lanny was around, I had an old boy that worked for me. I don't know if I should mention his name or not, so I probably won't. But if he would he would dog the racetrack every now and then and tell, you know, if it wasn't prepared exactly the way he thought it should have been, and he would say something on that social media stuff. And boy, Lanny, Lanny Edwards, for the ones that knew him, I would get a phone call from him and, it was like I had done it, but I hadn't done it. But man, I'm telling you, you don't never say another bad word about this racetrack again as long as you're working for me. I don't care what happens. You <laughs> but, you know, those guys, those promoters, they work so hard. I don't have a racetrack, and I never have had a racetrack. I have promoted a few races back in the day, just rented a racetrack and did it. But, you know, there is I, – I took up flying lessons here about a year ago, and I started learning to fly, and – uh and I fly out of Mesquite right there. So I go up in the air. I was going up in the air pretty regular almost every day for a long time. And sometimes early in the morning, sometimes late in the afternoon. But, you know, it just amazed me 
that every time it just seemed like every time I went up in the air I would look down at Devil's Bow as we were going up and there was always those maintainers and graders and water trucks always I know, I know going around all the racetrack <laughs> and it it don't matter if it was monday tuesday wednesday it just didn't matter when it just seemed like i said man i'd hate to have their diesel bill you know to run those that equipment around that racetrack as much as they did but then again i've raced at a lot of racetracks over all the years and there's some mighty fine racetracks out there but there is none that has a better racing service than devil's bowl speedway if you can just talk lanny lanny ross now into leaving that water truck up on that hill a little more often let it dry out a little bit more i think it helps us but man he locks that track down and it's wide open and you can get out there and you hang on you know and i'm getting lazier i'm getting lazier <laughs> plus it might help burn a tire or two up yeah that's true well it one of them yeah it helps you well, out at that point then again like, oh i gotta go over to the uh smiley truck i said this before tires. there's a there's a th- fine line between hard slick and no dust and slick and dusty i don't like slick and dusty and the fans don't either and the fans don't either and i would say and lr the one the first time he told me that he goes and i will tell you this i've gotten it perfect three times ever <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe three <laughs> maybe times. three times ever it's hard to do uh, but man, I tell you what, I love watching. Uh, my favorite class is the factory stock class. It's um, mostly because the uh, same thing uh, for the limited modifieds. It's so competitive, and the guys are right next to each other all the time. I mean, it's always a really, uh, really good show to watch. Uh, is that? You know, of course, the limited modifieds right now is your favorite one. To, but in that factory stock class, it seems like I mean, it's bunched up. Like there is nobody. That's like, oh, look, they're eight car lengths ahead. That never happens in the yeah. factory stock. Does does that help your driving ability? Or, I mean, you've been dr- racing for 40 years, so you're like, you know, hey, I, I've been driving for a while. But is it take a better – is it all about driving and setup at that point in the factory stocks? Well, it, it's fun. That factory stock class is a lot of fun unless you get into somebody and turn them around or turn them over or whatever. I did that <laughs> once, and I hate that, like, that gum I wish it never happened. But it did, and it's done, you know. But – um I enjoy the heck out of racing that class. You know, you're side by side, and there's a little bit of fender rubbing going on there, and and they're they're serious about it as anybody that ever ran the Daytona 500 ever thought about being. So, you know, those guys are a competitive racer just like everybody else. And you know, like McKinley, I know he takes a lot of pride in his race car, and it's always up front. But that guy, you know, he he's he's a great racer, and he's fun to race with. But you know, and like any of those classes at Devil's Bowl, I don't guess there's any class out there at Devil's Bowl where you could go out there and say you got a pretty, it's pretty easy to win because it's not going to be easy to win in any of those classes. But that factory stock classes, you would think it's for beginners, but it's not beginners. Nothing factory it's about it. No, there's it's it's one of the things we look at, and I I love watching all the classes. I love watching all the races. I love calling the races. Um, I have I have figured out because at the Devil's Bowl I I call races with Joe Casper. Well, his son, you know, is racing sprint car this year. Yeah. He refuses to call that race, so I will, I will call that race every time. So yeah. I'll, I'll I, I can't him. flag when Martin when Martin races. I can't flag. It, yeah, so he can't. <laughs> uh, he just stands back there and he's he's like tensed up and he's like, you know, just watching everything that he, you know, that Joseph does. So I always have to call that race. So it's one of those. I'm like, where's Joseph at in the lineup? So I'll know which races I'm going to be calling. But uh, it's a, it's yeah. a good time. Like I. I don't know why more fa- – I mean, look, L- L- LR and I had a conversation about I'm like, 
Summertime in Texas stinks. All right, it's 100 degrees outside. But I think it seems more in 2017 as opposed to 1990. There's more stuff that kids are involved with all summer long. Yeah. That, you know, parents are outdoors with their kids when in sports and softball and baseball and football and basketball and all the stuff that they do all summer long that by the time 6 o'clock on Saturday afternoon rolls around, they're like, ah, I'm tired. But we need to get more people uh, you, out of the track. You know, I don't know what it's going to take to get it. You know, and you, you, I wouldn't say it's just because Lanny Ross is here, but I will say this because Lanny Ross is here. If Lanny Ross and them ever left Devil's Bowl, my racing career is over. I've been doing it for a long, long, long time, and I just love racing out Devil's Bowl, and I love the, you know, the Edwards family and what they do for racing. So, you know, I'll, I'll hang out there as long as I can, as long as they still do it. But, uh, let me tell you, there's so many tracks we've been through over the years, and so many times back in the day when we were really serious about racing and traveling and going to different races, that if you got out of there at 2 or 3 in the morning, you did good. And then you had to try to get home. Your Sundays crashed because you've been traveling back home and you was out all night racing, so all you want to do is lay around and do nothing on Sunday. To where when you go out to the Devil's Bowl Speedway, It'll start at 8 o'clock or 8.30 sharp, whatever time it's supposed to start. And typically by 10.30 and no later than 11, you're headed home. And and it's a good, clean program. You can take your family, your kids out there, and you can give them some good concession stand foods. You know, I encourage anybody that does go out there. Walking taco. If you don't, (laughs) if you don't, you know, if you are going, I, I would just ask that, you know, you wait till you get there before you eat, you know, and just eat some of that dirt track food. You know, those people need that to keep that place open. And why give it to a Burger King when you can just, you know, give it to the racetrack that is out there one night a week trying to survive. So, anyhow, so if you go, for any race fan, go to Devil's Bowl Speedway if you want to see some good competitive racing and you want to get out of there at a decent time. Heck, yeah, and then we do the 50-50 drawing every week. And it, it's, man, it, it's not no chump change either. I mean, we've given away, I think the most we gave away this year was right at $2,400. That's in a 50-50. And then when the World of Outlaws were here, that's that's half of what people bought in. Uh, if you're going to the concession stand, I'm going to tell you right now, walking taco, you better get you some of that. That's yeah. good stuff right there, buddy. <laughs> that is good stuff. Stuff. Yeah. When, I, when I walk into RPM Speedway, I don't even get up to the upstairs before I make a left, walk right in, walking taco to sweet tea i'll handle that business for me real quick and they got great french fries oh yeah all right y'all we're gonna take a break but i just want to remind you guys saturday nights fourth of july fireworks for everybody at devil's bowl speedway double payouts for the feature winners thanks to our good friends at parks auto sales find them online parksautosales.com we'll be back with more of the dirt talk nation right after this on kfny true texas radio Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant retained dentures for a confident smile that fits your lifestyle. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. 
Hey y'all, this is Will Riggs, and with temperatures on the rise, a lot of us are going to be cranking up our air conditioner for the first time in quite a while. But before you do, call my friends at Forney Air, 214-924-9745, and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup for just $40. Yeah, you heard me right, just $40. Let Forney Air make sure your system is ready to go for the blazing hot Texas summer. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Four or five, and don't let the Texas heat get you down. For that complete AC system checkup for just $40, call Fournier at 214-924-9745 or find them online at fournierandheat.com. At Young Ideas, we bring you the best in home entertainment and help you save money on all your television needs. Whether it's for your home or business, Young Ideas has you covered. We're a family-owned and operated dish-authorized retailer serving Wills Point, Terrell, Forney, Mesquite, and surrounding cities. Call us today at 214-499-4285 and we'll help you pick the right package. Once again, that number is 214-499-4285 or find us online at youngideastv.com. Young Ideas is the official dish provider for the Mesquite Championship Rodeo, Dallas Marshalls Football, and KFNY True Texas Radio. Some pains really do require a house call, like the panes of glass in your home. Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. We're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains. Oh, yeah. Back here in the Dirt Talk Nation here in the 6 o'clock hour. My guest tonight, the owner of Smiley's Racing Products. you got to find them online, smileysracing.com. And the driver of the number 84, Let's go Modified, and factory stock is Tom Lorenz. And, of course, the promoter of Devil's Bowl and RPM Speedway, Eleni Edwards in studio with I us want here to ask, I want to ask Tom a question. Floor is yours, sir. For people that don't know. I barely know. But Smiley's goes back a long, long, long way. Smiley's Racing Products. Yes, it does. Can you talk about that a bit? Well, Smiley, that still works for us to this day, he started it back in, uh, I believe it was uh, 76. No, I'm no 76. Before that? Yes, it was 68. 68 is when he started, when I was still in diapers almost, but no. Smiley started when back in '68, and he had it all the way up till uh, oh, I guess it was uh, in 1984. He he had three tracks. He had one down Houston. He had Buffalo Park Speedway, and which other track did he have at that time? I don't time? know. He had another one that was going at the same time, if I could think about it. Um, but anyway, so he he was way over his head with a lot of things to do, running those racetracks and. Uh, and running smileys and he had asked me back i was building cars back then buying all my parts from them and uh i had started in a little one car garage building cars you know for i first built myself one then i started building them for other people and you know as they won then more and more people got them so i was buying my parts from them and so he uh back in 84 um had called me asked me if i was interested in buying the deal and really i I was very interested in buying a deal, but I didn't have no money. I didn't have any money at all. And 
and I'd worked a deal out with a couple other guys to to get me the funding it took to get the down payment and then and then it kind of just went from there but back when I was back when I bought the deal it was a kind of a one-man operation back in uh, uh, Oak Cliff and you know now it's 35 people and five locations and you know like you talked about earlier we got the websites 24 7 you know at smileysracing.com so you can go in there and buy parts anytime and uh so smiley's smiley's does go way 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 back but when i got it you know we we uh turned the page and really put a lot into it and uh, made it to what it is today and you know it's been my livelihood but boy it's you know, you'd say it's a job, but it's not. It's something you love to do, and you look forward to going into work every day because, you know, if you're going to somewhere you love, then it's not work. You know, it's something you want to do, and you get to do it. So I'm very blessed because of the racers that come see us at Smiley's, and I'm very, very appreciative of all of them that do come and know that we couldn't be there without them. And so... The first time we ever went to Smiley's, I remember when my wife started, uh, she went back to racing carts, and we went, and you guys were in Balt Springs off of uh, Peachtree. Peachtree. And then now, where you moved to, and a lot of people don't know this, if they've never, like, I grew up in Mesquite. Like, I went to West Mesquite High School. Like, I grew up in that area. Uh, It used to be Ace Hardware. Right. No, oh, Payless. Payless, yeah. Payless, Payless Cashways. Yeah, yeah. Payless Cashways. Lumberyard. Which is a Lumberyard hardware store. Yeah, right. whatever. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was Payless. And right there at that stop, right, it used to be way higher. That The That's railroad right. track used to be yeah. way higher. And at that very intersection, I tell my wife all the time, when I was in high school in probably 1991, my, yeah. uh, my buddy decided he was going to go straight up uh, Dukes of Hazard. In his 1976 Camaro, <laughs> and he we flew down Gross right there, and I mean he hit that, and we flew across <laughs> all the lanes, and when he hit, you heard, <laughs> it blew out his air shocks on the back of it, and and uh, he he got it to a stop about the time we got to the stop sign on the other side, right there as uh, well I guess it turns into Davis right there, but it's uh, you know Cyan Military or whatever you yeah. call it that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they've they've since you know that road has been raised since they uh, you know they've lowered it and lowered it and lowered it and trying to get some of that ramp out there because what we have experienced over the years is these semi trucks coming and, and getting stuck. those jacks ham you know hung up on them and now that trailer's straddled across that railroad track. The railroad tracks damaged from the jacks and man, you know I don't know how they communicate but they get those plane uh plane the train stop before they actually get there but man they've lowered it and lowered it and lowered it over the years trying to get it down to where those trucks can you get across it he has this barbecue and every time we're eating no it's fish fry isn't it yeah we have fish fry and uh, every time we're eating fish in there here comes the train you can't even hear yourself think. I mean, well, you know, thank you for the city ordinance in Mesquite now. They can't blow the horns. We have that here, yeah. too. It yeah. finally start, It finally went through. Like, well, they talked about it for two years, and it finally, I want to say just about six months ago, yeah. it finally took in. And that's why I'm glad this is soundproof, because the train track is literally, I could throw a rock and hit the train. Yeah. That's yeah, how close we you, are. It here. was bad, like he's talking about. Whenever he'd come over, we'd sit out there and eat in those trains. Man, when they come, they'd have those horns just to... Rearing down, really, you know, you got to go that long. But, but over the last, I think about a year ago, they might have passed an ordinance where they don't blow those horns anymore. And, and I, I'd hate for somebody to ever not hear it. But if they can't see that bar going across the road with the flashing red lights, you know, they're not going to hear that horn either. So, <laughs> yeah, but. it's uh, it's one of those things that you know, when we first moved to Forney, it took me probably a good year because we literally live like probably a half a mile from here. 
right by the railroad track. Well, not right by, but a few streets over. But man, they come in at three o'clock in the morning, just be like, Meh, from right here at the beginning yeah. of town all the way through. Yeah. And they just hold on. It's like they never, like they just, it's, no, oh, I'm just going to hang on to this and let it rip for the next quarter mile and not let go of the train horn. But yeah, it yeah. was, uh, it can, it can be very uh, distracting. Yeah, absolutely. So you don't run for points anymore. No. How many championships do you have? We won seven. You know, back in the day. When in we what classes? The wing modifieds, the what we call limited modifieds back then, and uh, that's been it, you know. Really? I thought you used late model. Oh, yeah, we won late model, too. I forgot that. All right, so late model's not something <laughs> Late model's not something that runs anymore, yeah? Not at the Devil's Bowl. They're still around, but, you know, they, they've been a struggling breed around here for years and years and years, and thanks to the Devil's Bowl, they've tried to keep them around as long as they did before they just cut them loose, but... Uh, you know, those late models were very fun to race, no doubt about it. You know, you had those guys like Skip O'Neill and them that could really shoot those things around that track. And, you know, that Darren Ellis, he, he would win lots and lots of races out there at the Devil's yes, Bowl. But it was fun place to race, and Devil's Bowl had the perfect track for those late models, big and wide and, you know, swooping turns, and you could really haul a mill around there. But those cars were fun to race back there around that racetrack. And, What's but, the difference between late models and the factory stocks? Oh shoot! Every time, <laughs> well, because like well, at the at the last RPM races, there was I and mean, we had a factory stock class. But I'm walking through the pits and I see this car. And I'm like, surely he's racing factory stock. But no, it's, that it's was a, the Texas Outlaw Street Stocks. Yeah, that's not nothing. No, same. that was no. I'm talking about the last races we had on June 30th at RPM Speedway. It looked like a late model. It it, it was a black. It was a freaking uh, looked like a black late 70s early 80s nova ss yeah no it, um, the like, late models what? we're talking about back in that they were running out there a factory stock i mean just the motors the chassis everything about them is so different i, I would bet that you could lap a factory stock within five laps from both you taking off at a green flag so there's some guys out there that i think they can do that really fast there I, I i love like one of my favorite guys though i love watching steven neighbors he was he was so mad at RPM at the last races. He, I want to say he was probably running fifth, and uh, he jumped the restart. I'm just throwing my air quotes up just so Stevens Lee. He, he did. And I mean, if he did, it was by maybe a split second. Okay. Anyway, he, well, everybody in front of him went green, and so he went green. And uh, he jumped around, so he got docked and got all he put to the back to the back. But he still made it all the way back up. And then his fender fell off. And then, it, yeah, it, the whole, it wasn't the fender, it was the whole, the whole damn right side, whole right side of his car was in the middle of the track. And, like, he had worked his way up to almost a third or so, and that whole right side came off, so the caution came out. So, by rule, he went all the way back to the back. He wasn't happy about that. Yeah. It happened. It happened. You know, that stuff happens. I mean, it's, you know, it's just a call that the, you know, track's got to make at the time that they make them, I and you just hope it's the right one. But they're human, and they could always make mistakes. But, you know... You got to kind of look at it. Back in the day, I would have really roused me up too. But you know, shoot, it's just another race, and to be thankful that we're there and able to even do it. So, um, Clint but, Jones. But he, he, you got Steve Neighbors. If you want to talk about him for a second, you know he's got Kevin Rowland in his other car. But man, you Kevin. know that stuff is just the nicest, good-looking stuff that you can bring to a race. I put it up on know, the lift. And, I looked at it. And, <laughs> They uh they really put a lot of pride into into their cars and nice and car. keeping them looking nice. So you know 
we need a lot more racers like him. Yeah, Kevin, I admit he is such a good driver. Like, I mean, he's he gets Smooth. to the front and he stays there. I yeah. mean, he is not. Uh, Clint Jones just texted in. He says, "Bring the super lates to Devil's Bowler RPM next year." LR. Yeah, how many of them they got? And they're up in Kansas, aren't they? Yeah, it's not much around here anymore. No. It'd be a lot of travel for whoever came. But yeah. you know, it's one of those things where at the at the uh, last races that we had, thanks to Mother Nature, uh, June thirtieth, the mod the USR modifieds. It's Mister K's appliance does the USR modifieds at RPM Speedway. Thanks to Mister K's appliance for that, by the way. Um, Clyde Dunn Jr. was out there, and man, he's hard to beat. And he's like, he lays on the hazy. He's like, he's always out front. But I'm gonna tell you right now, the 47 Jack Sarton was he he was closing. He probably may not have caught Clyde, but he was getting up there. I mean, he was man, I, I, he was probably only about six car lengths behind Clyde, but he was six or eight ahead of whoever's in third. And Jack was hooked up, and he spun out. Well, sometimes you got to push it to the limit and go a little bit over limit when you're chasing somebody like a Clyde Dunn, you know, because he's not going to cut you no slack, and you're going to have to race hard to, you know, beat somebody like him. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, I tell you what, I don't, I don't think I've ever been to a race. There's one race that I, I've been to that he didn't win, and it's only because he broke. Yeah, he, uh, you know, back maybe before you was coming around at Devil's Bowl, he, uh, i tell you a little story about little Clyde. He, uh, <laughs> we were racing together, and his old dad kind of, you know, hired me on to kind of uh, mentor to him a little bit. So, uh, you know, I was, you know, we had built him a car, and we were trying to, you know, keep him going. And uh, and he was a little bit of old young kid back then, and he was trying to learn to fly, uh, drive. And, and so we were helping him, and he'd go out there, and we was both racing the same class, and we raced together. And. When I was helping him all I could was dad made a deal with me to uh, keep his car up at the shop. So we were kind of doing that on the side. And I had a guy named B.A. Wilson that had worked for me for many years, and he'd raced. I had him helping me, and I had Tom Converse helping me. That still helped. He's back to helping me now. Again, he had moved away, but he's come back, and he helps me with all my stuff now. Thank you very much for him, or I wouldn't be doing it either. So, uh, But anyway, so I got both those guys talked him into it, and... Uh, Oh, Clyde, Big Clyde was going to give me 300 bucks a week to take care of his car. So I was going to give 100 to BA, 100 to Tom Converse, and 100 to me. And then we we went out there and raced, and little Clyde, he knocked the rear and plumb out from underneath that car. And we went back out there, and he knocked that rear and back out from under that car again. <laughs> and he did this about three weeks in a row, and BA says, I'm done. You know, he says, I ain't doing this no more. <laughs> he says, it's too much work for a little bit of money. So BA bailed on us. So then it was left of me and Tom, and... And so we went on and we raced some more and he crashed some more stuff and crashed some more stuff and old Converse come to me and he said, Man, I'm done. This <laughs> we're messing with and so then it was just me and so I tell old Big Gladys and I'm done. <laughs> but boy, he has really come a long ways because when he's on the racetrack he is definitely somebody you gotta be reckoned with to you know, beat and and he is always at the front like you're talking about. The fun the the first time that uh that I'd been to the Devil's Bowl in years was Spring Nationals, not this year, but last year when it was, oh, I don't know, say 35 degrees. <laughs> I, was, I was horrible at the Spring Nationals last year, and I'd taken my daughters for that's the first time they've ever seen, you know, dirt track racing. They loved it, and we, uh, we kind of play a game with them. You get to pick a car, everybody puts a dollar in, whoever, you know, whoever's car finishes. Sounds like Chili Bowl, don't Close to the front, gets to keep the money. 
Well, it came up to the modifieds, and then, oh, look, here's Clyde Dudd Jr. My wife goes, Clyde Dudd Jr. Like, so she called it first. So she took everybody's money. Yeah. She's like, she she's grew up with the, the whole Dunn family, and so she was like, she knew straight up what was up. And, of course, she knew to uh, to holler at uh, you know, at some of the heat races. That's, that's, uh, Sammy Swindell, I'll take that one. So, like, you know, she kind of <laughs> ripped us off last year. But then my youngest daughter, who is about to turn 15, uh, yeah, she got all the money this year. Yeah, Clyde, he's a super good, he's a really, really good racer. He's super clean racer. You know, he, he'll race you hard, but he'll race you clean. And, and I enjoy watching him race too, you know, because he, rather be at RPM or at Devil's Bow, he's, he's somebody that's going to put on a show it's for it, you. It, and it's, it's, it's probably pretty easy to run clean when you're eight car lengths ahead of the next guy. Yeah, but you got to get there. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, it's, it's fun to watch him. Hey, guys, tomorrow night, it's going to be so much fun at RPM. The Now 600 Micro Series in town. If you're like, what's that? Well, the 600, uh, Now 600 Series is the largest 600cc micro sprint sanctioning body in the entire world. They travel all over the country. They'll be in Crandall, Texas tomorrow night, RPM Speedway, along with our regular championship points racing, the IMCA Race Saver Sprints, Mr. K's Appliance, USRE Modifieds, USA Limited Modifieds, and Factory Stocks. To get more information on Now 600, go to Now600Series.com. The gates open at 530. Green flag drops at 730. Get more information on that at RPMDirt.com. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and uh, say goodbye to Tom here in just a little bit. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, though, remember... It's going to be Wally Bay, the driver of the number four limited modified, coming up. Stick around. You are listening to the Dirt Talk Nation right here on KFNY. True Texas Radio. What's in your family's water? Book a free in-home water analysis with Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today and find out. Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems aims to protect your family from the contaminants found in our public water supplies and reduce your home maintenance costs and provide clean, contaminant-free water to your home. Call 469-331-0013 today to schedule your appointment. Book your free water analysis today and receive dinner and a movie just for having us out. Call Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today for clean water and the peace of mind you deserve because your family is worth it. That's 469-331-0013. Or find them online at bluebonnetaquasystems.com. At Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of racketeers today. We make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Forney Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com 
or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. All right, all right, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation, KFNY True Texas Radio. Every Thursday night, 6 to 8, go to our website, dirttalknation.com. You can click on podcast, listen to any of our previous shows. I want to thank everybody for tuning in each and every week, man. We have grown by leaps and bounds. We started with around 6,000 listeners in our first show, and we got over 10,000, 12,000 in our last show. So I want to thank everybody for that. Of course, you can also, if you haven't listened to it, and you don't want to go to DirtTalkNation.com, go to your podcast app right there on your iPhone. Search KFNY. That's K40 for those of you who are like, what is those letters? It's K40, KFNY. Search that in your podcast app, and you can go and read, uh, go see everything we got going on uh, with our podcast. All of the shows that we have here on KFNY are on there as well. Our guest here in this hour, of course, the owner of Smiley's Racing Products, driver of the number 84 factory stock and limited modified, it is Tom Lorenz. Now, Tom, we've been rained out pff, three, four, six, yeah, lots and lots of weeks. I think five out of six right yeah, now. Yeah, it's been horrible. Are you ready to race Saturday night? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it, and I know all the, all the people around Smiley's are looking forward to it as well. You know, is, a, gum, after a while, do you get like, oh, I need to race right now? Well, you know, you get kind of antsy you know it, it does kill your business you know when they're not out there burning fuel and tearing up tires and tearing up car parts you know they're they're spending their money somewhere else because they're not needing anything so uh that rain doesn't help us at all you know and it kind of makes business a little bit slower than what you like for it to be but shoot who controls the weather other than god you know and well you know like i said mother nature may have uh you know rained our races out but she didn't race out our patriotism or our fun because we got fireworks coming up saturday night too you are you yeah, a big but, fireworks guy like well, you like fireworks shows because i love them i'm gonna sit there and watch them for sure and uh see what happens with them but <laughs> you know uh if it's raining there ain't going up in there well i thankfully i keep i continue to look at it. i've never looked at you know on the weekend like hey what's gonna be racing out uh, is it gonna be raining ah crap it's gonna be raining i I've been looking every day, and there's nothing in the forecast, which is what I'm excited for. And Of course, uh, Lenny Edwards, the promoter of the Devil's Bowl Speedway, in studio with us as well. And Have you been doing your anti-rain dance out there, or is that what you just came back I, from? I now? haven't even looked at the forecast. You just just wait until... Last it, time I looked, oh, well, I do watch the weather. But I watch the weather, and there's whatever. a little bit in the forecast for Saturday, but dead gum. What know. can you do? You just hope they don't hit us. And come out to RPM Speedway on Friday night and watch Charlie Smith and Clyde Dunn Jr. battle back and forth. They'll put on a good show for yeah, you. Yeah, Charlie's, man. Hey, I, Charlie Phil can Pot, run. Phil Pot's fast, Phil too. Pot, oh, yeah, yeah, that Jack, number 12 car. Yeah, yeah, he's right. on that front Jack, up and get sorry. going. Yeah. Man, the Modifieds are just awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, I love to watch Troy Taylor, too. Oh, yep. Troy. Troy Taylor easy. get out man. there in that 46 car. and 56. 50, it, oh, yeah, it is 56. 56. He's it been 56. Purple 56 for ever. 
and they don't get any better than him. Man, I, and you know? that's what Charlie Smith, man, he's like, he always told me, he said, you know what, if I can finish in front, I don't have to win. As long as I finish in front of Troy, I'm good. Yeah, well, he might be winning if he finishes. <laughs> yeah, if he finishes in front of Troy, you might be in the Your you chances are pretty good. Lane. You got it, yeah. <laughs> it's always good tom we want to we want man we want to thank you for taking the time to come out and uh you know be a part of the dirt talk nation and talking with us and uh we got all kinds of good stuff coming up uh not just this year but uh you know lanny and i've been putting together some stuff for next season already because we want to have some really really cool features uh for the track for the racers and everything else that uh goes into promoting the racing here uh locally as well as uh you know all over really yeah i mean dirt talk dirt talk nation is about dirt track racing of course we want people to be at the devil's bowl and we want people to be at rpm speedway but look if you're not going to go to those tracks man go to any track if you're not going to come to the your nearest dirt track yeah just yeah. go go support dirt track racing because man it is it is is awesome to watch it really really is and the more you watch it the more you're just like wow these guys get out of here and they put it all on the line yeah. you know to to go out there and and win and it's going to be good stuff and you know there's double payouts saturday night for all the feature winners thanks to our good friends at parks auto sales you're trying to get out there yeah, in that's front. gonna be great you know you're trying to get out there in front great, you know and yeah it's gonna be awesome and you know dead gum we just hope we can get it in and get to get watch to some front. racing and get up there and do some racing and uh you know it's uh thanks to people like lanny ross that put in the time and effort to give us a good race facility and martin over at rpm and you know, whether you go to Greenville, KSP, or any of those kind of places, they're great races all around the whole Metroplex, you know, as long as weather holds out for us. Well, we're definitely going to be getting some racing, and I certainly hope so tomorrow night. Of course, all kinds of great racing going on, including the now 600 Micro Series, your IMCA sprint cars. Uh, sprint cars are always fun. People think that it's funny when I talk to people about racing. They're like, wait, y'all have sprint cars every week? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, Tom, yeah. did you ever drive a sprint car? Yes, I drove two years. I, well, I drove. I actually drove three years. I drove one year for myself, and I drove two years for Bill Payne. You know, I was remember Bill oh, Payne. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back when you had those trees on the back straightaway there, one time yes, I, sir. I'd clipped another car, and I sent that thing plumb through the trees over there by the airport. So, I mean, I, I, I spent three years in those cars, but I was really, i got to be honest with you, I was afraid I was going to get in, getting hurt in those things, and so... I uh, kind of backed away from them, but you know, I was back when Matt Cleverger and those kind of guys was racing yeah. out there. Man, they were, it was fast. fast. <laughs> you know, Charles Mark Ryan. Payne, Alan Payne, and good golly, yeah. Molly, you got to be on the gas or you're gonna be last. <laughs> I, man, that's I'm gonna use that in announcing. You got to be on the gas or you're gonna be last. That's a that's a good one right there. Uh, text from the nine seven two says, "When will the Devil's Bowl go to transponders?" Uh, I want to say whenever somebody chokes up twenty five grand for a transponder kit. No, <laughs> no, we do have a transponder uh, antenna under, but it's when the racers want to buy their transponders. I'm not going to buy thirty thousand dollars worth of. I don't know how many we have in Tulsa. It takes a ton of them, but keep up with them, repair them, and everything. Right. And, uh, when the racers want to do it. I'd do it myself for Martin's car. I mean, you're, you know, but it's just a deal. They got the best go. judges in the world out there both places. Man, I would tell you right now, they work hard. Yeah, they, they, they're no, right next to me. Judges. They yeah. get it right. They do. Most yeah. of the time. Most of the time. I'm going to say 98.5% of the so time. So the other 1.5%. 
we're not going to tell you when that happens. You can't read it. <laughs> you can't read You can't really can't. But, no, they work hard. They're always, like, I sit right next to them uh, week in and week out, and they're up there, you know, and they got it down. I'm telling you right now, if there's a caution on the track, they almost immediately start going through the receivers and telling people where they go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm talking immediately. I got good help. Uh, Stacy and Lisa. Man, oh, yeah. And yes. that's one thing about his help. Some of it I get, like Fran and them, good golly. Oh, they've been there oh, 35, 40 years. 40 years, I bet you. you know, yeah. Every week you see them down there at that pit gate. Everyone just got that big old well, grin on their face. Well, most of the people that work for me, I don't have to tell them what to do. They know what to do. You know, it's, uh, it probably took a good four weeks of racing for somebody to stop asking me. Where are you going? Where's your ticket? <laughs> Where's your armband? I'm like, I'm going upstairs to go to work. So, <laughs> But now everybody just waves. Yeah. It's always fun stuff. Is but, uh, you know, I, I love I love working at Devil's Bowl, and I love being able to put this. That's kind of why I put this show together was to help promote, uh, you know, Devil's Bowl and RPM Speedway and, and, you know, feature the drivers who really put the show on uh, along with, uh, you know, Lenny and Mark well, who do a lot of the work at the track. Tom. He brings trailers to my tracks, sells his farts. But if he wasn't at my tracks, my racers would be in dire straits. I mean, <laughs> sometimes I would be in yeah. dire straits yeah. when I run out of fuel, forget to order fuel. Yeah, I have we to take know. care Oops. of uh, Devil's Bowl. Devil's Bowl takes care of us. Oops. You, know? you ever so, have one of the, uh-oh. You know, we had no yeah. doubt about them without a question in my mind. Love them or not, Lanny Edwards was by far one of the best promoters we- in the United States, bar none. You know, you knew what was going to happen. And one thing about Lanny Edwards back years and years and years ago, people wouldn't realize. But, I mean, he could put on a big show, and there would be rain all around the whole facility. I mean, rain everywhere. And you're telling Lanny, you need you need to cancel this show. You're going to lose your butt. You know, there's just no way you're going to make it. And Lanny would not cancel those shows he liked for to watch nothing, you know. And, and he knew he'd be losing money, but he was putting on that show. And, and that was one thing, you know, that'd keep you coming. So if you were pulling from a ways off, you'd come because you knew if there's a way to get it in, he'd get it in. And and so, you know, Lanny, we lost him a year last year sometime, and, and he's very much missed by everybody in racing. You know, some loved him, some hate him, but, boy, everybody respected him. And, and he knew how to put on a first-class show, and now he's got – you know, his grandson, Martin, and uh, Lanny Ross's son here that put on these other two tracks. And then they got Marcy and uh, her twin brother, I think Marty, it is, up, yeah. up, up there at, at Lawton, you know, that put on that show. And then for the ones that had never been to the Chili Bowl, I would tell you to go, but I don't think you can get a ticket to get in if you wanted to anymore. <laughs> but, you know, that deal there in, in January, so... I'm going to sneak in. I'm going to climb in uh, LR's toolbox in his truck and hopefully I can get in the gate. (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. Good luck (laughs) with that. (laughs) LR's like, I can't even get in. They better let me in. You know, you'd cuss them or whatever, but that that man has been in this sport. You know, a lot, a lot of promoters you see. Oh, Mark Ross walked in. Oh, right. But for the most part, you know, Lanny Ross, he he trained these guys well. And he, I mean, Lanny Edwards trained these guys well. And, and. You know, Lanny Edwards was great. For well, I'll tell you this. I enjoy working at the tracks. I enjoy working with the racers. and uh, he, he might not have enjoyed it back when Daddy was running. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard stories, though, man. i tell you what, listening to, to Joe Casper. Yeah, Cas- Lanny would get mad and oh, come up there, and, and uh, he was F-bombing like crazy. I was like, oh, this, yeah. this, this radio show, I'd be like, 
Just constantly yeah. pushing buttons sometimes. Hello, hello, and then get mad now. Yeah. He's yeah. not partial. He was not partial. <laughs> it didn't matter who you were. If you did something he didn't like, he was going to let you know. Well, yeah. Tom, we want to thank you for uh, you know taking the time to come over here and talk with us here at uh, the Dirt Talk Nation and, and getting in here with us. And, uh, man, we're looking to get in some good racing on Saturday night with you. Uh, of course, I'll be out there in the pits. I love talking to all the guys, and we'll see you there. But uh, we definitely want to say thanks for coming by. Guys, racers, you know where to go, smileysracing.com. You know where his shop is. You know where all of the shops are. You get your stuff. You better get ready because Friday night, RPM Speedway, Saturday night, Devil's Bowl Speedway. It's going down. We're going to get going to the boogity boogity. The vroom vroom is going down this weekend. So you guys make sure you get all your parts, get all your fuel. Don't forget now. Don't be get don't don't pull a, to a LR and be halfway through. Oh crap! I forgot fuel. Yep, yep. Because that that would suck for you. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, make sure you get with Tom and his crew at Smiley's Racing. Thanks, and get, Tom. Get equipped, and uh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back, and then it's Wally Beatty. He's gonna have some fun with that guy. Get your text questions in four six nine three five five zero three six two. It's coming up next on KFNY True Texas Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant retained dentures for a confident smile that fits your lifestyle. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. At Young Ideas, we bring you the best in home entertainment and help you save money on all your television needs. Whether it's for your home or business, Young Ideas has you covered. We're a family-owned and operated dish-authorized retailer serving Wills Point, Terrell, Forney, Mesquite, and surrounding cities. Call us today at 214-499-4285 and we'll help you pick the right package. Once again, that number is 214-499-4285 or find us online at youngideastv.com. Young Ideas is the official dish provider for the Mesquite Championship Rodeo, Dallas Marshalls Football, and KFNY True Texas Radio. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and with temperatures on the rise, a lot of us are going to be cranking up our air conditioner for the first time in quite a while. But before you do, call my friends at Forney Air, 214-924-9745, and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup for just $40. Yeah, you heard me right, just $40. Let Forney Air make sure your system is ready to go for the blazing hot Texas summer. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Four or five, and don't let the Texas heat get you down. For that complete AC system checkup for just $40, call Fournier at 214-924-9745 or find them online at fournierandheat.com. Some pains really do require a house call, like the pains of glass in your home. Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. We're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains.
Oh, yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. Talking Dirt Track, Turkin Devil's Bowl, talking RPM Speedway. And now we got two new guys to talk to. The driver of the number, number four, Les Butler Racing, South Dallas Battery and Electric. Number four, Limited Modified, it's Wally Beatty. How's it going? And the driver of the Devil's Bowl, number 45, IMCA Sprint Car, Martin Edwards. I forget I'm a driver half the time. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to get close to the microphone, man. There you go. Hold on. You got talking to right by the letters. Don't put your hand on the microphone, Walt. I'm here. There, I'm here. You, ah, there we go. I'm here. All right. So it's uh, it's been a few weeks since we've been able to race race. I mean, we had the RPM a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and, uh, you know, Mother Nature has had other plans for Devil's Bowl for about three weeks. Is it three weeks now, Martin? I think it is three weeks. I don't know, something like that. Three, yeah, four. I've lost count by now. And it's annoying. It's like six out of seven weeks or something like that. It's, it's really yeah. getting tired. And I'm ready for some racing. I'm itching. And I'm just an announcer, man. So I'm like, I'm ready for some racing. Yeah, you can imagine us, the guys that actually get to drive right. it. Right. And I'm like, when you look at the forecast and it's rain, 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 does it, do you just get pissed? Yeah, after all week when the weather's actually decent all week and uh, you work hard all week, get the car ready, you're ready to go, and then the bottom falls out. And I'm like this, and I posted on Facebook, I don't know, two weeks ago now at this point because I got tired of the rain. I'm like, Mother Nature, look here, lady. It, there's four other days during the week that you can pour all you want. Right. Leave Thursday, well, I just, four days, yeah. Leave Thursday, Friday, and Saturday alone, all right? Just leave it alone because we want to be out there at the track and racing. And uh, it's, you know, like last week, I was, uh, obviously, I wouldn't have been at the tr races anyway, but we were rained out. So yeah, I you were in nice, cool weather. Yes, I was in Red River, New Mexico, where the high, I think the highest it got was 81 degrees, and that was like literally one day. Everything else was like 78, 75. Woke up some mornings, it was 48. I know. It's not know. even fair. It's just it's jealousy. Not even fair. Man, look, we got up. I'm, just, I'm not even going to lie. We got up on Sunday morning. We left Red River. It was 51 degrees, and then we watched the, th <laughs> we watched the temperature on the digital thing on the car go from 51 all it was 100 degrees when we got back to texas and i'm like who left the sneaking heater on man what's up with that i don't know if they left the heater on or just forgot to turn the ac on <laughs> something it was it was rough but uh i am super glad uh that i'm back i'm glad that uh, we're back here with the show i know that uh you know last week we didn't have a show because obviously i was in red river new mexico and i kind of missed out but martin this show has grown by ridiculous leaps and bounds, man. I mean, we we talked about it for a month before I actually got to do it because we were doing softball, and the Forney High School uh, softball team went almost one step away from the state uh, tournament. So, you know, we were doing softball on Thursday and Friday nights. And then finally we got done with softball. So we were like, hey, let's do the show. And we debuted with a little over 6,000 listeners. We're, we've doubled that in yeah. five weeks. I mean, that is insane. And we were talking about that the other week. Up yeah. in the booth. It yeah, is, it's, it is nuts. It's it's nuts, but it's so cool that so many people, and we were talking about how many people from different cities yeah. have listened. Cities, in, countries. In countries. Canada. Because, and I'm like, and I forget the name of the city in Canada. I'll think of it in a second. Oswegan, is that where it was? Uh, I think Oswegan Speedway's there, but it's not, it wasn't that town. But we, it, it, when I went and looked up, I'm like, what are these towns, these top five towns other than DFW? And they're all cities with dirt tracks. You know, around like I mean, there's Mississippi and and New York and Canada, and I'm like, this is insane. Of course, we had uh, 
what do you call it? We had uh, Vetter's whole crew from Bakersfield, California. They were listening up over there. and uh, But it's it, the word is quickly spreading about the show, and I think it's really cool that, you know, this is one of the things I love to do is promote, and I love, obviously, I love to talk, and I love to do radio, uh, but this is promoting dirt track racing, like we said with your your dad before, was, look, if you're not going to come to the Devil's Bowl, you're not going to come to RPM Speedway, you know, great. Go somewhere. Go somewhere, right? And as a musician, that's what we always say. Look, you don't have to come see my band. Just go out and support live music. It's the same thing. Support these local tracks, because these guys have been, like I said, Devil's Bowl's been racing for 50 years you know and uh that's one of those things that i just love to uh, i love to do it every weekend i know you guys like you freaking bust your butt and work all week to get a track done and there's a video came out last week and they're like yeah we're not gonna be racing rpm <laughs> it was like, I, like the mud in the video did you just look at it and go yeah this isn't gonna work out this is yeah just- um i was hopeful when i went out there on Thursday, I guess it was, or whatever it was, and tilled and got there Friday morning, and there were still, I mean, it wasn't a mud hole, it was slop. I mean, it was still standing water and key places to get race cars and trailers in and out of the pits and on the racetrack. There's nothing you can do. I actually had texted Martin Friday morning. Uh, we had the car ready to go. We had the Devil's Bowl car loaded just in case, and uh, I texted him. He sent me some pictures and just a emoji of a thumb down, like there was no hope. So uh, we actually got ready for Devil's Bowl Saturday. Uh, spent the day getting it ready, loaded up, and at 5:15, I come, see come the Facebook messages uh, rained out. Here we go. So me and a couple other guys, we thrashed and we actually made it to KSP uh, in about 6:45, and hot laps had already started. And when I left the house, the radar was clear. And when I got there, it was bad looking. I think we made three laps of hot laps, and the rain started coming over there. So it goes back to what you said, just go somewhere. And that's what we tried to do, and rain followed us over there. And, and Martin, you're probably uh, the most equipped to answer this question. Within DFW and surrounding areas, how many t- – actually, Wally's dad is like the – Guru? He, the guru. The, uh, <laughs> he knows everything about racing how many racetracks are there within say 100 miles of dfw because i can think of right now operating eight or nine within 150 200 miles because i mean i know there's 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 200 miles greenville crandall mesquite obviously uh kennedale boyd waco 281 281 grayson county ardmore where's grayson county it's in, in Grayson Be- County. It's in Bells, Texas. Uh, it's up 75. It's close to the border. Uh, it's up they actually Sherman. just rebuilt that facility. I've heard some good things about it. And uh, Mark Ross says, Wally, stop tagging less on factory stocks. You don't need one. Stay away. Hey, hey, Mark. hey now, Mark. <laughs> Wally can't keep up with two cars. He, Like Mark said, he don't need a third. <laughs> we try our best with what we got. We've okay, been, we've been so, having a down year this year. We'll we'll turn it around. All right, so your two cars, you have one that's completely set up. It's just set up for RPM and one set up just for Devil's Bowl? Well, yeah, we have two cars. We have one set up for for RPM and four quarter-mile racetracks right. and uh, one for the Devil's Bowl. Uh, we tried a new chassis this year and uh, working the bugs out of it. But, yeah, it, it makes it easy on, on the limiteds because to go track to track, you have to change either a transmission or a rear end because we run the cars in second gear. 
and having two cars makes it easy or easier when you rain out you don't have to thrash to get something ready so uh you've been around racing your entire life as has matter of fact both of you have been around racing your entire life yeah i'm sure we played football in the back back grandstands when we were younger football baseball frisbee we've grown up at the racetrack at the devil's bowl what was the uh what was the first car you ever drove wally uh it was a street stock i guess you could call it a street stock uh they were just old economy late models that we converted into street stocks uh, my senior year of high school, my dad brought it home. and Which is what year? Two, I graduated in 2005. God, so. you're such a youngster. Go yeah. ahead, continue. Uh, he built it and made me start at the back every night the first season to get comfortable. Heck, I didn't even know how to drive a standard transmission when I showed up the first night. Uh, and on the fifth night, uh, my confidence got up there and thought, hey, this is easy. I can do this. And uh, spun out went to the back and it wasn't three laps later i was jumping a wheel and actually turning in side over side through one and two and uh the roll cage came down and it was bad really bad um and then my dad came to me and said well you want to hear something funny i did the same thing my fifth night of racing in the exact same spot on the same racetrack so kind of ironic but yeah that's the street stocks was the first thing we did we, we ran it through 2011 won a bunch of races uh, I think one season we won all but two races in one season. Uh, but now we're in the limited modifieds, and like Tom said earlier, they're the most competitive thing I've ever driven in my life. There's about 15 cars on average at the Devil's Bowl that can win at any point. Any winning point. At and, any point. And that's it's, that's what I, I I'd say too is like I love I love watching factory stocks and limited modifieds. My two favorite classes to watch. But let me tell you something. When I first started working, I was like, what? What LR Sun races? Oh yeah, you're right. And this is a 45. You know, he drives it. it he's. I, you haven't un, been able to unveil the new car look. It'll happen tomorrow because it's freaking rain every weekend since you got it wrapped. It'll be out tomorrow. Are you going to be driving tomorrow night? No, no. We got a hired gun coming in to. I'll look at him. To to drive for Friday night. So we'll we'll see it ain't me i promise you that it ain't me. <laughs> is that not your thing man not a sprint man, car you guy? know what when i when i mean I, you're only six four yeah that's the biggest thing uh, <laughs> kevin ramey fits in them you fit in them well my dad always told me if i get him one he's done helping me he's like and not trying to hear that he, we've been around it our whole lives you know you're you're gonna get hurt at some point or turn over at some point sprint cars are dangerous the, there's no doubt about it uh, i just i don't have a desire to race one i'd like to hot lap one just to see what the the thrill is what the big deal is i have yeah. no desire to, to get in one let's tell you less, hot lap one you never know you're gonna hot lap one and be like this is the greatest thing i've ever done in my life kick probably, rocks and everything it else. probably would be Les has been on me hard for about two years now to drive one but he's got austin monday well this was even before austin well before, he's got austin now you ain't got no, you got no chance i actually <laughs> at the end of last year we actually fit my seat in joey um Les's other driver right. we actually fit my seat in his car and i was actually gonna hot lap i think we were just gonna have a play day or something the devil's ball one night and the rain fell in and we got rained out we never got to do it so it'll not happen cool. one of these days but like i said that's not for me i tried to get in brian bolden's actually when he bought his last year we were at greenville one night and i actually ripped my shorts getting out of it so i got in it and said yep i'm getting out this now, ain't for me i will tell you this is like what was the last ascs race that came to the bowl I got to think about that. Speed week. Speed week. Yeah, speed week. Tuesday night. And I'm going to tell you right now, man, Martin was out there just killing it. He was like, I want to say he's running third or second 
And he come out of two and got too much into the thick up there. And he was right up over there. He's, I, I guarantee you, if, it, if I'd been on his radio, I'd have heard lots of F-bombs. Because he got up in there. It was real thick up there. And he just slid right over that wall. And he got by the time he got back on the track, he had dropped about eight spots. But, man, you were running. I mean, that's ASCS, some of the greatest drivers in the world, man. You were up there just killing it. Yeah. Um, ASCS, especially National Tour, there's a lot of stiff competition with them guys. And they're good. And we had a decent showing going. And the driver, I don't know, lost lost his head or talent or Stepped on something stepped, or stepped something. Stepped on something. <laughs> yeah. Some, I don't. I don't. I can't tell you exactly what happened, but I thought I was a lot farther behind than I was when we came back on. But um, now you don't. Yeah, I kind of want to say you only happens. fell down to like seventh. Uh, I think we went from fifth or sixth somewhere in there to like twelfth. But I knew I was. I just. I felt like the leader was about to lap me. It, it felt like an eternity to get back on the daggum track. And it was literally. I probably two seconds. Yeah, but it maybe. seems like it seems like forever. I know, because yeah. you went over that back corner. I was, and and I guarantee you, I will tell you this: there isn't a single person that's up there in the press box who doesn't like they're on pins and needles every time Martin's on the track. Like there are certain people up yeah, there. Yeah, they don't want to get Lanny Ross upset and fire him. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they're all like, and, the, and you, you, there was this collective sigh across there, right? They're like, <gasps> all at the same time, and I was like. Calm down, man. He's it's all right. He's, you know it happens. It's uh, look. I'd rather have that than oh look, he caught it too much and now he's rolling through the back fence. You know. Yeah. Um. That's that that's, very that very easily could have happened. Um. I don't know. This year's been a like Wally said for him. It's been rough for him. It's been rough for us too. We don't have a win yet either, and it don't seem like the driver and the crew chief can show up on the same nights or if we both do show up on the same night it's not for the same race it's either one of us hits it for heat race real good and the other one hits it for feature or vice versa and you go through those times and you just keep working and putting in the time in the shop and everything and eventually it'll turn around for you yeah the winds will come the winds will definitely come and well, if you guys are looking for something to do tomorrow night, check it out. RPM Speedway Now 600 Micro Series is in town tomorrow night. The Now 600 is the largest 600cc micro sprint sanctioning body in the entire world. They travel all over the country. They'll be in Crandall, Texas at RPM Speedway tonight. They'll be in town along with our regular championship points racing with IMCA Race Saver Sprints, the Mr. K's Appliance USRA Modifieds, USA Limited Modifieds, and Factory Stocks. To get more information on the Now 600 Series, go to now600series.com. Gates open at 5.30. Green flag drops at 7.30. You get more information on the races at rpmdirt.com. Stick around, guys, because coming up, we're going to ask Martin all about the shock of a lifetime at RPM Speedway. We'll do that next. Stick around. It's the Dirt Talk Nation on KFNY, True Texas Radio.
Do you know what's in your family's water? Book a free in-home water analysis with Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today and find out. Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems aims to protect your family from the contaminants found in our public water supplies and reduce your home maintenance costs and provide clean contaminant-free water to your home. Call 469-331-0013 today to schedule your appointment. Book your free water analysis today and receive dinner and a movie just for having us out. Call Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today for clean water and the peace of mind you deserve because your family is worth it. That's 469-331-0013 or find them online at bluebonnetaquasystems.com. Forney Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. At Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of racketeers today. We make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. Oh yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. It's Will Riggs along with our guests in this hour. It is the driver of the number four, Les Butler, Racing South, Dallas Battery and Electric, number four, Limited Modified, Wally Beatty, and the Devil's Bowl, number 45, Sprint Car. And, uh, you know, I'm going to say he is promoted. You, you handle a lot of RPM Speedway stuff. Of course, it's Martin Edwards. You you handle track prep at RPM, and uh, and you handle repairs. And uh, so a couple weeks ago uh, at RPM, Micah Backus went for a ride. Uh, and uh, thankfully, we have some really, really good safety fence because I swear when I saw the video, again, I was like, man, I was thinking he was going to go through it the first time I saw it. And then when I saw the video, I was like, man, that thing held up pretty good. But in the process, he rolled right into our lights in the yep. turn four. And uh, your dad was telling me that you were rewiring it and uh, got, a little, uh, got a little shock, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um not thinking not was, thinking that hey we should probably turn the power to this off before i rewire it or well we figured i figured out what wires weren't supposed to be together and which ones were and i hooked them up and still didn't come on and i'm thinking it just worked two seconds ago what what's the deal here and 
looked around and oh my neutral's not hooked up on this one so not thinking about unhooking the hot side I just grabbed the neutrals and went to spin them together and yeah it, it was a little little jolt <laughs> that didn't feel too good so how long did it take you after that to get back up there and finish it off? Did you, were you like, uh? Did nah, he wanted someone else to do it. He's point. like, yeah, because <laughs> someone else could do it. Sucked. No, I finished it out. Um, <laughs> it took a minute to, shake, to get some feeling back in my hand and where I could screw some more wires together. But I made sure everything, the power was off when I figured out which wires were supposed to be huh. hooked up when I went to hook them up for the final time. Note to self. Call Rick Murray, not Martin Edwards, for all your electrical needs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not an electrician. That um, falls to Rick and my crew chief, Wes. He um, used to do electrical work, but he was working his real job, so I couldn't just call him. Uh, Mark Ross says, the good old days of street stocks. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, I missed, I, I missed that class. Those classes, that street stock was a really fun class. It just kind of got out of price for what they were paying versus not being able to race them. Because our cars were designated for Devil's Bowl think in the six seven years i had mine i took it somewhere else one time so that was a problem we just the cars were built for devil's bowl and other tracks wouldn't allow them so the class just kind of faded away we tell you know lr and i've had several conversations about other kind of cars that uh, have raced or, or race elsewhere and he was like you know he'd like to do it and i guess you guys do it in lawton is it the mini factory stocks or like more the economic mini stocks yeah the mini stocks yeah um that's a quarter mile track really only deal but um they used to run them around here at several tracks, and they kind of same thing. They kind of died off around here. Um, They're expensive, too. Yeah. I mean, that four-cylinder I mean, stuff is just as expensive uh, to go buy an Esslinger motor. I mean, ask any of them guys that run midgets at the Chili Bowl. They'll tell you that stuff's expensive. So what kind of body would it be? Like uh, for a Pinto. That? Pinto. Like, uh, <laughs> yes! Yes! I want to yeah. see, like, 40 Pintos just running around the track. <laughs> yeah. so that, fast as those Pintos have ever gone. They got a, a junior mini stock class out at KSP. Uh, I think ages between 12 and 16. Uh, it's younger kids. That's kind of a entry level deal, and they have five to eight cars every week. So, but no one else. God, really that would them. be awesome. A bunch of Pintos just running. No Monzas. Pintos. No Monzas. I don't know what all they hey, run. You might, you might see a Volkswagen show up every now and then. Dude, that would be so. You'd have to. You'd have to go find um, Michael Jackson's videos on his Thriller page and look and see some video from there. I don't. I don't know what all they run man, in them. Pintos, man. I'll tell you right now, I would pay so much money to see like thirty Pintos running around the Devil's Bowl, chasing each other down because it's the fastest those Pintos have ever gone, ever. Well, that'd it be may scary. take a while. That'd be scary. All right, so let me ask you a question, Martin. You've been racing since you were how old? Fifteen. Well, you've been racing since you were how old? Eighteen. 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 So you were racing before you had an actual driver's license to drive on the road, Martin. Yeah. All right, so when you first got your driver's lesson to drive on the road, did you have a hard time uh, dif differentiating your driving ability on the track as opposed to on the street? No. No? Because your dad said, if you get any tickets in this car, boy, I'm going to wait. No. No, I just, matter of fact, I still do it a lot today. I mean, I've had quite a few speeding tickets, but most of the time I get called grandpa because I drive slow. I'll get on the highway, especially after a night of racing. I'll get on the highway, and it won't be nothing for me to just be cruising 50, 55 down the highway thinking I'm doing 80. I mean, it's just everything seems so slow in the race car anymore that when you get on the highway, you just go where it feels the same pace, and it ends up being <laughs> slower so, than the speed limit. So after you've been racing all night, you get on the highway, and you're going slow. Yeah. 
It seems slow, though. Like, I, I will tell you this. When we were driving to Red River, right, it's 650 miles, all right? And we did it in one day, so it's 12 hours of driving. But there are I parts. I came back from Vegas after a night of racing. Me and Wes did. One, one shot. Straight shot. Mm-mm. That was a rough week, though. <laughs> a rough week of racing for him. Uh, yeah. But there's a parts in New Mexico where you're literally on a two-lane highway for 100 miles, mm-hmm. and there is nothing. So you can just whoosh, whoosh, fly. It was like 90 miles an hour on cruise control, just cruising. And then I was like, oh, look, I need to slow down to 65. And it seems like when you go from 90 to 65, you feel like, God, why are we going so stinking slow? Yeah. Is it like like when you get mm-hmm. in the truck after the night, you're like, man, I feel like I'm going 10 miles an hour. No, I don't feel like I'm going. To, usually I feel like I'm going faster. Just because when you in the race car, you get zoned in and kind of get tunnel vision. And it's kind of like going down the highway in Russia, not necessarily rush hour, but you know when everybody's doing eighty to ninety, you don't seem like you're doing eighty or ninety because every- everybody else going the same. Yeah, yeah, I think the speed's relevant. I mean, like Tom can tell you, he Tom has driven every type of race car there ever has been at the Devil's Bowl. You get in a pack with a bunch of cars, you don't notice the speed. I don't think. Now, I haven't driven a sprint car. Don't get me wrong, but I think the speed is relevant because when you're racing, you don't notice how fast you're going. You're just trying to make sure you be consistent, and hit your marks. So. I think the speed thing isn't as big to us racers, but my wife won't let me drive anywhere. She drives everywhere because I drive like Grandpa. All right. Favorite racing movie of all time, Martin? Rush. Wally. Talladega Nights, of course. <laughs> I love Wally. I knew I love Wally for a reason. I love you. Hey, first, no, you're last. No question. I, look, if you win a race this weekend, I want you to walk up to whoever finished second. I want you to go abracadabra, Holmes. <laughs> I actually, one time, one time at the Devil's Bowl, right after that movie came out, uh, Dink was inter- interviewing me, and I actually brought my hands up in the middle of the conversation, like in the camera. <laughs> it was pretty awkward. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Abracadabra, Holmes. Abracadabra. That'd be, dude, I would die. I would I literally pass out from laughter on the field, like... Dude, Walmart, you know, you go back to like the regular t-shirt section, the guy section, they have a freaking Ricky Bobby shirt. I'm like, I'm going to wear this to the races every week now. I was like, oh, because everybody's always wearing race t-shirts, right? Yep. I'm going to start wearing a Ricky Bobby t-shirt every week and see what people say. I was like, if you're not first, you're last. I had a buddy that did his um, deer car. Deer eight pound, um, six ounce the big, baby Jesus. Um, cougar or whatever cat they had on it. It <laughs> yes. had me on it. That's he awesome. did his sprint car the same way. That's awesome. They're eight pounds, six ounce, baby Jesus. That that's you know what? That's how we should do the pre race prayer. <laughs> Dear eight pounds, six pounds, laying in your crib watching your baby Einstein videos. <laughs> if you <laughs> that, <laughs> we we may catch a little flack over that one. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh ask Martin what his crew chief's favorite racing movie is. This is his crew chief. <laughs> I would I would almost it's Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. He can quote every line. Look. Period. Front to back. Back to front. My wife's favorite racing movie of all time is Days of Thunder. As a matter of fact, my nephew, she named my sister-in-law's son. His name is Rowdy. (laughs) That's his real legit name from Days of Thunder. I, uh... Man, I, I like a lot of racing movies. I love... Man, Driven was actually a pretty good movie. It's not yep, bad. And not bad. Sylvester Stallone wrote that movie. And, uh, yeah, it had the guy from Remember the Titans. It did movie. have yep. him. Yeah, it had Sunshine from yep, Remember Sunshine. the Titans. Which is, Remember the Titans is actually one broke, of my With his broke ankle. Yeah. Had to with get a, out of the car. Yep. Yeah, and he had limp and 
Yeah, what? I think they called uh, Sylvester Stallone Hummer in that movie. Hummer, he yeah, because he hummed while he ran. That's right. You ever, okay. Had to pick up the quarters. That's right. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you. So that was his thing in the movie. Do you guys have any ticks when you're driving? I do. What is it? I do. Uh, back in 2002, somebody I don't remember who it was produced a movie actually about Devil's Bowl Street Stock Racing. Rabbit Films. And uh, I think it was. Travis Pace used to tell us how he used to sing, going down the front straightaway. <laughs> And uh, I think it was riding along in my automobile. Automobile, one, two, to, three, tear off, pull, turn, something like that. Yeah, he had a rhythm. And the very next week after I saw that movie, I started singing a song actually during a heat race. And it was a Gary Allen song. Uh, I don't, I can't remember. And I've what it's actually called. One where he's running down the runway. I'm just sitting out here watching airplanes. There you go. That's what it's it. called by Gary Allen. It's a great that's song. It. And there's a the chorus. I sing that. If I get out front and I'm leading the heat race, I'll I'll start singing that song. For some reason, so I, you I don't, don't get to it. sing it very often. No, right? not, not. <laughs> what about you, Martin? You got any no. special ticks? Like, are you superstitious? Like, you know, a lot of athletes are superstitious about how things are done and how. It, how I'm it, I'm way superstitious, and it's part. A lot of the green on the race car this year is to try to break myself of of superstition and and everything. So. But yeah, I'm way superstitious most of the time. What's your what should what like? There are things that usually are. It has to be done this way, or you're like, I'm not getting in the car. Uh, not necessarily. They have to be done that way. When I once I get in the car, I my gloves go on a certain same hand every time. They get all that kind of stuff. But besides that, we need to film it. <laughs> we need to make a documentary on Martin Edwards and his superstitions and ticks and racing so, track. That'd be fun stuff. I, um. But, like, no peanuts in my pit area, no fried chicken. No fried chicken? I'm never going to his pit area, no, ever. No fried chicken. All right, what is the food of choice in your pit area? I don't have a clue. Nah, I, Not fried chicken yeah. or Not peanuts. Not fried chicken or peanuts. There's Every time fried chicken or peanuts has been in my pit area, I've crashed. Every time. So for, for, our little so for all you people who race against <laughs> Martin, just drop off a bucket of KFC and That's you're fine. Good. I'll find their car when I'm crashing. <laughs> We got a group that likes to cook out and bring food for everybody, like a potluck type deal. When does that happen? Every week. Well, and, then and you need to text me and let me know when it's is, happening. The problem is I can't eat before I race. so Wally throws up every time before oh, he races. Here we go. Yeah, true statement. Every week. LR just six of me. No chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no chicken. He did it one time at RPM, actually, um, before we had it. I'd drove um, my engine builder's car the year before really liked it so we went and found another 86 gambler non-down tube car built it first night on it first lap of heat race took off they went to crash in front of us hit the brakes straight to the floor up and over <coughs> tore it all up what's the worst wreck you've ever had martin wichita falls last year any up, injuries out of it or just um i'm pretty sure i broke a bone in my hand i didn't go to the doctor but pretty sure i broke my, my a bone in my hand yeah and then uh scrapes cuts anything like that no i mean you got so been much dinged gear out, on dinged out a few times martin's been pretty lucky what about you wally worst wreck worst wreck probably last year at the winter nationals actually uh me and chris fought it out for the b main we not ended up getting in and on the first lap uh, somebody turned head on in the wall and with a limited they got a big spoiler so when you're tucked up underneath somebody you can't see around them 
and the car in front of me just darted out of the way and there was a car sitting still. So I turned sideways and hit him with the right side and the car behind me never lifted. And That happened at the bowl a couple weeks yeah, ago. It uh, hurt. It, I, I'm not saying it. Yeah, my foot was broke. I mean, it was bad. The tub where my feet go is normally about 14 to 16 inches wide. What, it was, what, six inches wide? Like oh, it wow. smashed. It broke all the pedals off. and yeah, it was, That was pretty bad. It, it, it destroyed the race car. We had to build a new one. See, and that happened a couple weeks ago uh, when uh, Clint Jones was, he was right on the, right, same, same and, right deal. that's it. And then, you know, deal. Troy got turned around right there between one and two, got in front of Clint, just moved out of the way. And, I mean, like, he had nowhere to go. Like, I mean, I judging it from when I was talking about it, I was like, oh, that's not any good. That sucks, man. What the hell? You know, you never tough off. But, I mean, when you go back and look at the video, the video from his car, you know, the GoPro video from his car, I mean, there was like literally it happened that quick. Yeah, and, you're, you're talking snap of fingers sometimes. And when, right. you're, when you're running 100 miles an hour, it's definitely tough. I thought you didn't pay attention to speed, Wally. Come well, on, make I up, wouldn't say I go 100. I'd make say, up my like, mind. I'd say neighbors and Tom and them guys in front <laughs> Roland, of Roland, they're yeah. going 100? Yeah. Uh, Who's who in in your experience? Who's been the toughest guy to get in front of uh, in your in your racing career? In, in the limiteds or in the street? Anywhere. Stocks? Back in the street stocks, Johnny Philpot was tough in the street stocks. He seems pretty tough in the modifieds too. He won too. a lot. He was the car to beat. I thought you know back then. Now, as long as I beat Rick Murray, I don't care. <laughs> That's all that matters to me. <laughs> How often does that happen? Well, it used to happen every week, but not here lately. Man, Rick is uh, I love, man. Look, Rick is one of the funniest dudes. I very, I mean, he's so like he's he and I connect on it because we're both musicians too, right? So we kind of connect on that cool rock star kind of mentality. He's a funny dude, man. He really, really he is. is. And uh, he was the first guy that was ever on this show. And so you know, I thank him for that. He's in vacation right now. He's in Florida, enjoying the Floridian weather. What about you, Martin? Who's the uh, who's your who's your arch nemesis on the on the track? Oh, right now it's Chip, and mainly because of JW, he gives me heck every week when Chip finishes in front of me. Every week. That's not cool. No, and it, Chip, we've helped him the last couple of years trying to get him really rolling and everything, and he's finally finding his groove. And maybe we helped him too much. That's a good thing. I'm good friends with Martin, and Chip is good friends too. And I don't have to worry about pissing them off on the racetrack. But like they got to race against each other, I can sit and watch. So it doesn't matter matter what happens. You know who be too. Have y'all ever raced in the same class together? Nope. Never. No. Martin drove a modified one time. A few I, years I drove ago. a limited one time, but you weren't at that show. He drove a modified. A uh, couple think times. It was Joseph Casper's modified, and he couldn't reach the pedals the week, <laughs> so we actually duct taped two <laughs> by fours to his feet. You did not. I swear. Yeah. First time ever in a modified, he goes out and wins a heat race. With two by fours on his no feet. No joke. Yeah. No joke. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my yeah. life, man. Two by four on my um, throttle foot and uh, four by four taped to the brake pedal. In the feature, though, uh, Rick McComas didn't like it and he was holding him up. Martin ended up in the inside wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's <laughs> oh two link car. I could drive old. that. I, anybody... I, I've tried to get in a four link car three different times now, and it hasn't worked out too well for me. Has anybody ever taken? Did anybody take pictures of that? Because that would have been the, the funniest, sure thing, the funniest video thing was somewhere. Him, the funniest thing was him getting out of the race car, trying to walk back in the trailer with his <laughs> foot duct taped to a two by four. A little weeble that's wobble awesome. and going. It's kind of like a few weeks ago when uh, I guess I don't know what happened. We're, you know, now I can ask you because you're here. Uh, your wing just went. 
and just fell all the way down in the middle of a race. Yeah. And uh, he could still see. Don't worry about it. That's what I said. I said, well, they I said, could. well, it's only. It wasn't. It wasn't much, but I could see. I mean, look, it was only probably about a six-inch window. Good thing I said, about being short. I, that's why I said. I said, Martin's pretty short though. He could probably see right through there, because you never even. You was like, screw it, and you just kept running. Obviously, obviously, the wind resistance slowed you down a little bit, but yeah. you didn't even stop. The car just, got real heavy. Yeah, you just you just finished off the race, and I was like, well, I guess he could see. Yeah, um, like I said, good thing about being short, I guess. No, we just had um, some wing posts that we were we were trying out and. They didn't quite hold up, so we went back to the drawing board on them and made a different set and got them on the car now. Martin's one of the first short guys I've ever met that doesn't have a complex about being short. No. Because like, there's a lot of me. there's a lot of short guys that they got that Napoleon complex, fit, you know. Where I fit in a race car really nice. Don't ever have the except, hardest thing is except when he has to take two by four yeah, to his feet. Yeah. <laughs> if I got to get in somebody else's car. That's tall. It's an issue. But when I'm building race cars, I don't have to go buy special stuff or have cars specially made to fit me because I'm too big. I, I ran into nice that. Nice and compact. Wally. I ran he into has that. To have, he has to have fat boy tubs. I actually have <laughs> on my cars. Uh, I get Jeff McGivney to do all my tubs. He does a really good job uh, outlaw fabrication. But I actually have him angle the tub down on the driver's side so I can like slide in and slide out. Uh, the next option, though, is to actually put a hinge on the door and let it just fold down a little bit to get in. But he's not far from that option. Uh, not far from that option. Look, man, I'm a I'm I'm still a chubby guy, but I used to be a really big dude. Like I used to go 360, just so you guys know. And I tried to race kart one time, and I had to have the super super extra double O wide, you know, the seat. Yeah. And I have a scar right here on my side where the pulley burned through the seat. <laughs> And into my wow. side. And I was like, yeah, well, my fat ass ain't going to get back in there. <laughs> well, that's the problem. When, when we get rained out, before I had kids, me and Martin would go run go-karts just for fun, you know, wherever we could go. And I just got to weave back and forth to try to block. I mean, we actually did an endurance race with Danny Caldwell, an old modified driver. 200-lap race. He's not old. Well, he's not old. He, he doesn't race any longer. But we did a 200-lap race on an indoor deal where you had to stop and make pit stops and change drivers. And I think we led the whole thing until... Until Wally spun out and couldn't figure out how to turn back around and go the right right way. Well, it was one of those deals where him and Danny could make up ground, but I just kind of maintained. And so. speaking of enduro race, like I'm, in, I'm anxious to see how this rolls out. Twenty five thousand dollar prizes. It's Friday and Saturday, October sixth and seventh. This is put on by Big Race Productions. It's called the Enduro Lone Star Six Hundred. Three hundred laps Friday. Three hundred laps Saturday. Like, are either of you guys going to be in that race? I actually have a car sitting in my backyard right now that we intended to do this with. Um, decided we'd rather just watch instead. Like, um, I'm anxious to see how long 300 laps is going to take. It won't take as long as you think. It'd take an hour and a half at most, maybe two hours. Like, is there any other racing going on with that night? Yeah, or there's just... 200 cars on the racetrack at one time. It's going to be like 635 at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to oh. be a demolition derby. It's going to be crazy. And you may see a pickup truck, you may see a late model, you may see a modified, you may see a Pinto. It's, okay, so like they can put anything they want. It's run what you brung, pretty much. There's a few rules on size I of tire. I think there's about 15 to 20 yeah, rules there's not, max. There's not very many. And they're all one-line rules. Yeah, it's not very many. You're, you're going to see every type of car. You may see a Dodge Daytona. There's a guy out there, in East, and I don't know where Andy Roller lives, but he's got a Dodge Daytona with Super B. With the wing. Get out of town. Like no that, joke. The, the gas mileage on that thing sucks. Why would you get out there? No joke. <laughs> like, that, I guess he probably get eight miles to the gallon in that thing. I mean, I guess that'd be roughly about 15 laps before yeah, he needs gas. 
Like, I would be like, all right, I'm just going to go down here and get this four-cylinder uh, Pinto and just fill that 1988 Toyota Tercel. This is no joke right here. Me and Martin had Best a friend. Best enduro car ever. We had a friend that wrecked one one time, and it was sitting at the racetrack, and we were sitting around not doing anything. So Martin said, let's blow the motor up in it. Let's see what it takes. So we drained all the water out of it, and we turned that thing on, and we put a brick on the, on the accelerator pedal, and it hit the rev limiter at 5,000 RPMs for... 45 minutes with no water maybe longer and we finally started pulling putting cold water on it trying to make it blow up and i think it ran for over an hour and then it never blew up it had no water in it there was nothing it finally just but it ran for over an hour and the front end was wrecked i mean the car was totaled out already i don't even know how the motor started in the first place that's insane it says no pintos there's a wheelbase rule somebody yeah i think there's i think there's a minimum wheelbase rule so like you can't have a sprint car or something like that out there, but the whole deal is they got a wrecker that goes around the racetrack with while the races are going on with flashing lights, and if you break down, there's no cautions they unless shove the track you off. is blocked or you're on fire upside down. There's no cautions. So if you're sitting in the middle of the racetrack, you may sit there for 60 laps until that wrecker can get to you and push you out of the way. And see, that's what I was going to ask them. Like, are there cautions? Because I'm like, there's that many cars on the track, and there's a caution. Dude, that could take a 300 laps. I could take all dang night. It won't take as long as you think. It really won't. Once once people start weeding out, the cars overheat or they break something. There'll be about 30 cars at the end, and they'll be going pretty good. They'll be they'll be racing. I'm 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 just gonna look. Here's what I'm gonna do because I gotta announce this race. So I'm gonna be like, uh, or do they bring their own announcer? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If I well, I'll be there. So if I have to announce it, I'm gonna be like, all right. Uh, so this is what we're gonna do. I'm not gonna say squat. We're gonna make jokes and talk about regular racetrack stuff the entire race because I don't know what's going on right when now. When this deal came <laughs> up, Martin and I actually talked about building a station wagon with like six seats in it, and we were gonna get like water six. balloons. We we're I gonna put like eight. water balloons in it and like chunk at the other drivers while we're racing. Dude, no, you gotta get the station wagon and it's got the seat in the very back that faces out. Remember but the glass that went down? Remember I the- wanted, I wanted the front two seats. The- then a middle row facing forward, and then a back row of three seats facing backwards, with water guns, water balloons, silly string. Just spraying anything. it out there. Just yeah. Whatever. That'd yeah, be awesome. Have fun. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back with more right here in the Dirt Talk Nation. Remember to join us tomorrow night at RPM Speedway. The now 600 Micro Series is in town. Find them online at now600series.com. Gates open at 530. Green flag drops at 730. You can get more information online at rpmdirt.com. We'll be back with more. It's Wally Beatty. It's Martin Edwards and me, Will Riggs, right here in the Dirt Talk Nation on KFNY. True Texas Radio. At Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of racketeers today. We make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. 
contact me at truetexasradio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's truetexasradio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Orny Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. We are back here in the Dirt Dog Nation. My guest in this hour is Wally Beatty, the driver of the number four Les Butler Racing, South Dallas Battery and Electric, number four Limited Modified, and Martin Edwards, driver of the number four IMCA Race Saver Sprint, and of course, promoter of RPM and Devil's Bowl, along with his dad, Martin. I just got a text in for, uh, for you, Martin. He says, ask Martin to tell the story of his hero to zero and back to hero in one race at Gator Speedway in Willis. Uh, that was a hero to zero to hero to zero to hero. Um, it's actually a B main. We, um, got too busy racing too hard for last place in the heat race to go forward. Me and a buddy of mine were probably the two fastest cars on the racetrack and raced for, I don't know, five out of the eight laps putting slide jobs on each other. So I got stuck in a B and I think we started fourth or fifth row mid-pack. Um, drove up within like two laps in transfer spot. Go to pass for second with a slider, spin out. Go to the back. Work all race, get back up to passing for a transfer spot, spin out, pulling a slider again. Well, two unassisted cautions, you're done for that race. So I kept her going. They threw an inadvertent yellow and put me to the back anyway. So I think I had two laps, something like that, two or three laps to go and Came back, and in the same corner I spun out last time, I put another slider on for the transfer spot and ended up getting it and making the show. And the guy I put the slider on was not very happy that I was still on the racetrack. Uh, Martin put his flagman in the dirt racing go-karts. I don't know. That's the 469 right there. All right, so when we are going, we were at break. I was like, hey, I have a great idea. Because there's, there's some colorful nicknames. Uh, at the racetrack, you know, of course, Justin Spurl, who my wife grew up racing with, they call him Jughead. Jughead. What are some of the uh, other colorful? Uh, Stephen Abers calls uh, Jack Sarton. They calls him Big Time, or Big League. Big League Sarton is what he calls him. What are some of the other nicknames? Wally, I heard you have may may have a nickname. Martin, what's up with that? Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> this has been eight, nine, maybe ten years ago. Actually, I was keeping my race car at the racetrack that week. I think I had lost a motor, and Martin put one in it and uh, help, was helping out. And I guess it was about noon, and we went and parked the race car in the infield because we had something to do that day. And I stepped off a four-wheeler, and I rolled my ankle, which I'm known to do. And uh, You're a big guy. Big guy. You know, Happens. Yeah, yeah. I think that me and Martin and one other guy was in the fit, Zach. Zach. And, I, and I, as soon as it hit, I, I felt it. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was, 
I'm a vagina. I don't know why it came out. I don't know why, but it came out. And, uh, yeah, I haven't laid that down since. I laid on the ground for about ten minutes. It hurt. Uh, Martin won't ever let me live that down. Man, I wish I could say that on the microphone of the track. <laughs> and here comes old vagina in the number four, rolling yeah. in the third four. God, that would be awesome. That would be so awesome if I Call could do that. Call him back. Yeah, Martin calls me Dollenback. A lot of people call me Dollenback because of Wally Dollenback, the ex-NASCAR driver. Uh, Martin's nickname is Squirrel? Yeah. You don't sound too, he don't sound too no, happy about that. I haven't have it painted on my one of my helmets, so it's fun. One of uh, our bartender buddies that we used to hang out with a little too much probably um i walked into the bar one day and i think i was by myself actually and some other guys may have already been there i don't know i don't remember it was a long time ago a little too few drinks ago but he yells out squirrel everybody's kind of looking around and he yells it again and looked at him and was like are you talking to me <laughs> he's like yeah squirrel and from then on, it's That's stuck. That's been squirrel, and you got it on your helmet and everything, man. Yeah, I got a helmet that has characters on it. Um, each one of them represents somebody in the in the crew, and I'm on there, too, and mine's the squirrel. Is it Rocky? Bull no, Bull. no, Rocky it's, it's not Rocky. That'd be awesome. No. Although Rocky was a girl, I think. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's kind of a weird deal. <laughs> That's just, I want to say it's a that, unisex squirrel. It's a unisex squirrel, I think. I know. It was they kinda, can go to either bathroom. These bullets in the dust is the ones I love the most. Um, all right, some more colorful nicknames from around the track. You know, I started calling Kevin Rowland. Hmm. Jill thinks it's funny. He does not. I call him Paw Paw because he's fixed me a grandfather, you know. Since all, and she she had made a post last, after he had won the at RPM that oh he won and blah blah and I'm like yeah Paul did good last night and he just he always his response every time is a really mad face emoji to every Facebook post I post because I call him Paul Paul Roland he's like I hate you so much for that oh, nicknames nicknames um man I really can't think of any off the top of my head come on um. Oh, Rick used to be called B Main Murray, but he's not that anymore. So we call him Hollywood. Hollywood, he man, he is really Hollywood, dude. Like I could hang out with Rick Murray on a regular basis. That dude's pretty cool. Yeah, he he really is. Look, I don't want to let this go because we got three minutes left in this show, and uh, I think it's been a tradition for the last five weeks that James Cisco has to take some kind of beef on the show. Uh, when Mark Ross was in, they were going back and forth, texting. You know, James was texting in with mark and i said wait isn't he 77b like yeah is it b for b main you know is that what that b's for and everybody's like that's so wrong no i like john i love his passion man i really do i love uh anybody you know that gets that intense <laughs> i'm all about intensity man i love it. i think it's great what's the uh all right speaking of cisco what's the worst pit fight you've ever seen i've been in a few you've been in a few well come on wally you don't see much kind of guys swing on somebody I didn't throw any punches that night. The la- the night I won my championship in the stock car, we had an ongoing deal with some other driver with another team. And uh, when I pulled across the scales, there was a female that was with that team that was kind of in the way. And you know, there's no horns or sirens or, or whatever. So I just stepped the clutch in and revved it revved it up. You know, hey, you need to move out of the way so I can move to the tech area. And uh, their driver had moved me to win that race and knocked me into the fence and. Uh, before I could get the car stopped, 
their crew was in the car with me. And uh, what the f- my motor was still running. Foot on the clutch. And they, I guess she fell down like I ran over her. And this is a 3,300-pound race car. And she's in flip-flops. So if I ran over you, your foot's broke. Or it tore up, scratched, whatever. Right. There wasn't a mark on her. Uh, and before I could even get out, like I said, they were in the car. So, so she I, pulled a LeBron James. Yeah, well. She, she flopped real good. <laughs> I grabbed a hold of one of them. And I actually ripped his shirt in half. My, I got arm restraints on. Motor's still running. Foot on the clutch. And I pulled him down, and I pulled him down so hard, I actually broke the roof, a steel factory GM roof. I looked over, and my dad's got one in a headlock, and Brandon and the other guys are beating on one dude. I never threw a punch, but sheriff's got called that night on me. Yeah, your dad Your dad seems like he would... Uh... Well, you know what's funny about the whole deal? My dad was going on vacation the next day, and I look over, and he's got one in a headlock, and he's beating them. You know he's what, he's going of straight up Nolan Ryan Robinson. Oh, yeah, for sure, business. for sure. Yeah. So when it all dispersed and everybody went their own way, my dad took off and ran and hid in the grandstands because the sheriff he saw the sheriffs coming and he was going on vacation. He didn't want to go to jail, so he took off running and went and hid in the grandstands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, and Martin! I, I mean, you grew up at the track, so I'm sure you've seen plenty. You're more than your fair share of, of squabbles in the pits, yeah. Um, I've seen a few. Um, I don't know. I only half the time we. We're up there on the top hill away from everything, so everything gets blocked from us, so we don't get to see a whole bunch of them. I think we should send a video camera crew around to go. follow Debo everywhere yep. he goes, man. Yep. I got a funny story we went too about that. Make I tackled, it real. I tackled hey. Clyde one time when he was trying to go fight. Well, y'all are about the same size. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a fair situation. Well, um, he took off, and I ran and tackled him from behind. That was, I remember that. I think that's about the only physical altercation anything i've been at in a race at the racetrack uh, you know why you know why because i've because your last name chase, is edwards well <laughs> as chase allen says i race like a promoter so it's don't like, ever get into well, nobody uh, good enough to it, make anybody mad that and if you did make somebody mad the the, the first thing that's gonna go through their mind is that's that's martin edwards yeah. and I, I don't ever want i want to come back to this track <laughs> at some point and so i don't want to do that guys it has been a blast i want to thank Wally for coming by, Martin Edwards for coming by, Lenny Edwards for coming by, Tom Lorenz for coming by. We'll have more Dirt Talk Nation this time next week. But what I do want to remind you of, two different things. One, tomorrow night, the Now 600 Micro Series is in town at RPM Speedway, the largest sanctioning body of 600cc sprints in the country. They'll be in town along with our normal championship racing with the IMCA Race Saver Sprints. Mr. K's Appliance, USRE Modified, USA Limited Modifieds, and Factory Stocks. That's at RPM Speedway tomorrow night. Gates open at 530. Green flag drops at 730. And then Saturday night, Mother Nature may have rained out our racing two weeks in a row, but she can't rain out our patriotism. Fourth of July fireworks, yeah, on July 15th. So come on out for that. And if all the racers are looking for something to do this weekend, well, it's double payouts for feature winners. Thanks to our good friends at Parks auto sales if you're looking for a good used vehicle price right exceptional customer service then you need to get with bill parks and his team at parks auto sales give them a call 972-557-3299 or find them online at parksautosales.com guys we'll be back with it it's our normally weekly championship tomorrow night south dallas battery electric imca sprint cars SL Neighbors Roofing, Limited Modifieds, USRE Modifieds, Factory Stocks, all going down at Devil's Bowl Speedway on Saturday night. But we'll be back with you to talk all about it next Thursday right here. Austin Monday. He'll be in, in studio with us. Sprint car guys. They always like to talk. What? What? Hold on. Let me turn you back on. What do you say? What's his nickname? 
They call him Howard now. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. We'll He'll talk tell you all about it. We'll talk about that next week with Austin Monday when the Dirt Talk Nation returns. Remember to go over to DirtTalkNation.com, download the podcast on your iPhone or iDevice. This is Will Riggs, and I thank you for your time. Until next time, so long, everybody.